Hi, this is Carlisa from My Mom and Me podcast. I'd like to begin by offering a trigger warning for this episode. We will be discussing eating disorders, body dysmorphia, mental illness, and other topics that some may find sensitive. We hope you can still join us for this episode and find joy, solidarity, and community in the topics we discuss. Now on with the show. Dang, mama! And with the local DBC news, you the real MVP. Welcome to my Mama and Me podcast featuring my Mama and Me, where we discuss politics, relationships, pop culture, and all of the other topics that might come up because we don't have a filter. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation because you are in for one wild ride with my Mama and Me. Welcome to episode five of my Mama and Me podcast. I'm Carlisa. And I'm Fat Cardine. All right. Today we are discussing body politics. And as my mom has clearly, clearly stated, we are comfortable in saying that we're fat. And we're talking about body politics, being fat, what it means. And there's discussion now, which is wonderful that it's prominent. And it's something that I've kind of... Um, I've really grown up in because you were intentional about this, but it's, it's fat liberation and, but I never said anything to you about it. No, you didn't. I, I you didn't. just, you demonstrated it and you oh. uplifted me and you never commented yeah. on weight in the way that we do as a culture. And that I think a lot of my upbringing, a lot of the things that you did that I look back on that are so positive were really unintentional. Yes. And I didn't really think about it, even though I, in my head still, um, still battled with, um, fatness and body um, image in general, body images and, um, not being able to look in the mirror. There were so many things, but I never addressed them out loud. I addressed them in my head. Yeah. And I think that that's one thing that I know a lot of, I'm not a parent obviously, but I know a lot of mothers specifically struggle with whether they are fat or not fat is, um, articulating their insecurities and then it perpetuates this cycle of body dysphoria body dysmorphia and a lot of um insecurities that develop within women femmes or anybody really and it, it stems from this like cyclical discussion of these issues in a in a very specific way yeah because you know as you know i've never discussed it i mean i've said you know i've asked a question of why did you address me like that? Or why are you treating me like that? Mm -hmm. But to actually come out and and say, I'm a fat woman. I'm happy with my size. I like the way I look. That did not come out of my mouth. But that toxic assumption that you were like curvy, loud, proud, like a happy go lucky fat woman. Who's like hypersexualized and all the other stuff. That's like, I'm Mm -hmm. cute. I know blah, 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 which is nice in concept, but it ends up being toxic because it doesn't allow fat people to exist in our full range of emotions. Right. That was thrusted upon you. I, um, when I walked into a room, yes, honey, when I walked into a room, people automatically got, became offended. And I could tell this, uh, by the way that they moved, um, the, their body gestures or words that were said or, um, offended because of your size of my size. And of course my size, of course, because we're discussing it now, but also my, the color of my skin. Mm. Um, 
I have, um, just, I'll, I'll just talk about working. So if I, um, was working in an office and of course, you know how I am, I am, I'm walking in, I'm going to say something, I'm going to speak to everybody, but they, that is offensive to people because I'm supposed to be in a, um, in a cocoon. I'm supposed to walk in with my head down and I'm supposed to not take up, space. not take up any space. I'm not supposed to be seen or heard. I'm supposed to go have a seat and be quiet, but that's not Cardine. Cardine has another route. Although, even though I, I, my outside appearance was, I have all this confidence in my head. I still was addressing the fact that people, uh, looked at me a certain way or said underlying things or didn't say it nonverbal actions, you know? So uh, that was an ongoing thing that I, I, I dealt with for a very long time. And that is, is something that I've discussed in that, like, people are offended by fat bodies until they find something that they see as redeeming. So like whether it's their intelligence yes. or their ability to perform as a um, like musical artist or like, oh, the way they speak or the way they speak or the way they, um, or the way they dress or that they do know how to do their makeup yes. or in some cases based on if they um, fit into their ideals of desirability politics. Yes. So if like, you are a fat girl with a cute face or if you are light skinned and fat and like, or mixed girl and fat, that's like very specific, specific branding of fat that's like acceptable. And it's then seen as redeemable until you step out of line. Right. And you know how you've seen it on TV, you've seen it on uh, TV shows. Um, Somebody is going to introduce you to a, um, a potential date. And um, how does she look? Oh, she's cute. She's funny. She's funny. What do you mean by saying she's funny? That means automatically means that she's fat. That is what is described on every show that, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, Carlisa. No, it's completely uh, accurate. That, that has been said and then, at all times. And then when we look at media portrayals, of, and this is like, we're specifically looking at fat black women. Cause we'll discuss later in the episode about fat white women in their space and all of this. Mm-hmm. But specific to fat black women's representation in media, it's like this weird thing of one, their trope of being hypersexualized and hyper like clingy and needy or whatever yes. it is, or they're angry and and then like sloppy and blah, 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 blah. Cause then you, cause even like shows that have now come back out on like Netflix, I look at the Parkers and I was like, this is a show I love. Like, we have the Parker's intro in our intro. Yes. Like that's a wonderful show. Yeah. But then I look at it and I look at the portrayal of Nikki Parker played by Monique. And I'm like, is this a jo-? Like it is a joke because the joke is her fatness and her yeah. not being desirable because of her fatness. And that's, that's the running theme of the show. And I just exactly. don't, I don't understand how we, how we got to a, well, I mean, I understand historically how we got yeah, to this place, but I don't understand how how it is still in 2021 being perpetuated in this way as long as we have uh tv and we can see things it is going to continue to be an issue um we yes there are individuals that are bringing this to the light now we're able to discuss and people are are coming into themselves such as me Mm -hmm. um as long as you have uh people that are uh, humans 
that are looking at fat bodies and they still, they're still uncomfortable with it. There's always going to be an issue. Yes, we are going to be able to, um, go to go and make our comments and, you know, try to, uh, give our feedback on how we feel about things and try to educate people, but people have their own opinions and they're still going to still going to be uncomfortable. Um, if you say you exercise, what? But you're, you're that size. How do you, how do, how are you exercising? You know, there's so many, uh, trials, tribulations, obstacles that we have to across based on other women of different sizes. Yeah. And I mean that, cause then it goes into, you can't like, you say people are going to have their opinions, but like, it's the same as racism. Like racism preference whatever is not an opinion it's bigoted yeah and it's the same yeah. goes for fat bodies and then when you have those quote-unquote opinions and you go into different areas of life then that becomes a problem whether it be you saying that like oh i'm not attracted to fat people in terms of romantic relationships like that's bigoted yeah. when you go into even like the medical field or understanding of anything that's you it's 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 hindering and it's it's ultimately harmful and deadly towards fat people and the way that we're treated in this very especially fat black people the way we're treated because you look at like illnesses and misdiagnosis misdiagnoses yeah i mean <laughs> but yeah now that you bring that that's one of the biggest things that we, we constantly talk about is medical when you go into the doctor the first thing they want to know is um do you have a high blood pressure no um do you have diabetes just because you're looking at me, why do you automatically assume that? And it's not a problem. And it's family too. It's not yeah, just a it medical professional. Is. It's, it's family too. And it's not like a problem if you do, because then you can address mm -hmm. it the same yeah. way you would address it with a thin person. But the issue comes in where you're avoiding diagnosis, you're misdiagnosing people, and you're yes. saying every single ailment that you have, oh, it's it's just related to your weight. Oh, if you just lose weight, you can lose this. And then we coming like out some with people of them could with chronic, be exactly exactly and chronic illness and all this other stuff that just yeah. is like it doesn't make any sense and then and i'm not saying that you that you can't be healthy we, we, we i will not say that you can be healthy and be a larger have a larger frame it is what it that is it, it is what it is but that's your choice My, that's another thing it's your choice it's your body the God, same and it's and that's one of the things that it. trips me out the most is the same people being like it's your body it's your choice then don't seem to understand like that this rolls over into other aspects of your life like i'm comfortable being a fat person my ideal is not to lose weight i don't yeah. want to lose weight it's not what i'm desiring to do to participate in like toxic diet culture no and then the thing that trips me out is that when we look at interpersonal relationships as a fat person and mm -hmm. we look at what people say and things that they're like, oh, I'm doing like whole 30 meals or blah, blah, blah. And they say it in a very specific way that's not to ostracize you as a yes, fat person, but, well, maybe it is, but hmm. it's done in a way that serves as a reminder of their commitment to thinness, diet culture, body politics, and desirability politics in a very specific way and then it's just it's it you're understanding that this person doesn't understand your or support or even participate in your fat body if that makes sense yeah so Good. we did a family reunion um over we did like a virtual family reunion and we planned it I don't want to be pompous. I planned it. Yeah, she did. And I was like I want to get my family together this will <laughs> this will be a moment of like joy blah 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 and then a family member made a comment 
because I was like making a joke that I was having sleep for dinner because I'm a grad student, you know, like I don't have time to cook half the time, it's, yeah. which is a comment about a lot of, well, not a lot of, but I'm a fat person who suffers from disordered eating and that I don't eat yeah. all of my meals in the way that I'm supposed to. I'm operating in a deficit, which is a problem. Nobody's going to address that though, because I'm a fat person and people don't think about that. Mm-hmm. However, this person s- stated, well, it doesn't look like you've missed any meals. And everybody on the on our little family Zoom was like, oh my God, like what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? And they were like, oh, I I just want to know because I need to gain weight. And it was like, it was just a mess all around. And then like the backpedaling and then like the comments afterward, we're still perpetuating this. And I'm just like, these comments that are so normalized is like, it's truly disturbing. It is on a regular basis. That's why me, um, we can have a conversation. I have um, had a conversation at work um, or with friends and a conversation and family and, you know, just having a a regular conversation. I'm going on a diet. I need to lose 10 pounds. You know, I'm not saying that you can't have that conversation, but you need to lose 10 pounds. Really? So why even, I mean, I don't know. It just seems that when targeted and that it's bought up to us where people are like, Oh, I'm, I'm walking more now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's going to be a, uh, an indication to me, like, Hey, you need to go walking. See, but you don't know what I do. So if you ask me, maybe I'll decide to because tell you. Because you're what, super active yeah. and you weight lift and you, which <laughs> she can box a few people in their face. Yeah. But I, I mean, yes. that's, you're very active. You like walk, you do all this stuff. You do your, you love aerobics. Yes, I do. You like a, a leftover from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> but I you do it, all y'all. of this in a fat body that you yeah. are growing more and more comfortable in. Love that for you. Yeah. Because before I'm telling you, I mean, I, I think I mentioned this in one of our previous previous um episodes where uh for the longest time I would walk past the mirror and I wouldn't look in the mirror and um body morphia is that body dysmorphia dys- dysmorphia um y'all hear me let my s- 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 out but okay. um <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't look in the mirror and this is just stemmed from childhood of being called so many many names or being addressed a certain way um from men and women um, in the family and outside the and, family. In the family. Like very outside. personal relationships yes. that did this to you. Very, very, very close, close family members uh, saying different things, um, addressing me outside of my name of Cardine Ray Johnson. Hello. And um, I don't know. It's just, I, I just, just think about it now is I would never do that. I, um, I would never do that to anyone. I don't care how confident you are. Um, on the outside, inside, or what have you, I would just never address someone or speak of someone um, in that manner. That's just not something that I would do. And um, being able to um, have that memory of that is still is still hurtful. Mm-hmm. It's still hurtful, but it makes me stronger. It does make me stronger. It makes me more bold and want to just hey, what up? Look but at me. Then, Go at ahead. the same time, I have to remind you yes. that just because. Like, we don't have to take on that that mindset of, like, what doesn't kill me makes you stronger. Yeah. No, it hurts. Yeah. You're allowed to feel hurt from it. Yeah. You're allowed to process that. And you're allowed to use that as you see fit. Whether it be you, it emboldening you and making you say that I'm going to be a visible fat person who loves themselves. Or whether it makes you 
have these these feelings of trauma sadness whatever and then you can process that and move on forget do whatever it is but you have to allow yourself to feel all of it and not just feel that because there is an intense societal pressure which i've said again i like to tweet facebook instagram whatever Mm -hmm. but i made i make posts where i'm discussing how like specifically being a fat black woman you are not allowed to slip you are not allowed to have your to ever have your appearance look sloppy in any way shape or form like hair nails shoes everything needs to be done to the t however you see fit because as a fat black woman you are constantly trying to it's a competition yeah but you're trying Uh, to to subvert people's stereotypes that they're thrusting upon you of course and that i mean and you just you mentioned media earlier and um i can remember going to a conference where um not only was i the journalism uh, conference journalism conference and not only was i the um the oldest individual there but i was also the biggest individual that was uh participating um in the conference um in that program. And I know that I have my stuff down packed. Yes. Okay. So when you overlook me based on my skills, I know what the real reason mm-hmm. is. And then the real reason was my appearance. And I know that I look really good. I was professional. Um, and you everything. looked cute. Okay. I listen, I had like, we went, but, I was like, mom, we're doing a whole new wardrobe thing. We're going to prep makeup looks. We're doing yeah. like head to toe looks. Okay. You know, she wasn't there to do the makeup. Cause I was, I, I wasn't know. there. I didn't go with her, but yeah, like, and, and when you told me about this, I was one, I was going off. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you was, don't, was, don't make me come crazy. to Florida. <laughs> I will fight these people. But then I was also like, how dare you? Yeah. Because like, I seem without being biased, I know that my mom has skills as a journalist and for it to be overlooked and opportunities be given to someone else who sounds a mess. <laughs> I'm not trying to be shady, but she I mean, sounded but a mess. She, yeah. And then to have that be overlooked, you know, specifically like, you know, you clearly know it's sizeism, ageism, colorism. Yeah, definitely. It was black mm-hmm. people. So it wasn't yeah. racism, but I mean, it was, it was all of those isms. I promise you it was because there's no way because i can hold i can hold my own yeah and to be able to go in in that market and just you know do the best that i know i can do and then for you just to be like put to the side with every situation oh no we're gonna have you do this the this is uh where you won't be seen as much so i mean and that's 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 one that's later in my career but earlier in my career uh, this is hilarious. Um, when I was at a particular school and, um, we had to pick our, our teams that were going to be on air talent. Oh my gosh. And then, um, the ones that were going to be behind the scene. Well, I've never, despite what people have said about me, I always want to be in front of the camera. Cause she's not, uh, she's not good behind the camera. No, like, not. you know, people who are only talent and they're like, you're like, I'm not, I'm not technically. My name they- is Cardi Johnson and I'm reporting live. Yes. Thank you. She is talent. So- <laughs> she is talent. Okay. This is like <laughs> talent through and through. But so they chose, uh, this very thin female who, uh, got in front of the camera to report the news. Deer and, in headlights. Oh hot my goodness. Mess. She literally, and I'm I'm sorry. She was sitting there like <laughs> the, the the teleprompter was moving, and oh my god, every other word was being uh said. And 
It they was were like, well, it was okay, rough. Let's like, stop. Like, let's, let's stop. Let's, we're going to have to go back and we're going to have to talk about it again. Let's, um, let's let the producers and the managers all talk together. And then coming back in my face, holding your tail, um, Cardine, uh, we discussed everything and we think that you need to, um, we, we, we think that you should do it. We think that you, oh, really? Oh, you do? Why? Why is that? Why do you think that I should do it now since you, you chose someone initially that you thought was the best person for the job? No one could say anything. They all looked like they were terrified. Why? I'm, I'm just asking a general question. I did the job without hesitation. So then this huh. brings me to our next subject. We both are in the media yeah. and we don't see not only as black women, we don't, but as fat black women, we don't see ourselves reflected in the media that we consume nope. one as journalists to just in gen gen general, mm -hmm. because we, within the body positive movement, which has been hijacked, mm -hmm. um, we, when we do see fat bodies, they're usually fat white bodies. Yes. Or light skin, which I'm light skin, but light skin fat bodies that are curvy in a very specific way. Yes. The, the skinny fats. And so we have to discuss why are we only like how fatness is directly tied to white supremacy ultimately. Yeah. And that we have when when we discuss decolonizing our understanding of desirability politics, of body politics and all of this, we're decolonizing our understanding of Eurocentric ideals of beauty and Eurocentric ideals of bodies. Yes. So that's why when I don't celebrate seeing the Melissa McCarthy's or the Rebel Wilson's, which also perpetuate stereotypes for white women, but less negative stereotypes for fat white women yeah. than they do for fat black, black women. Yeah. Every 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 time you turn on the TV, it's okay for them to be on the TV and look the way that they look. But as soon as you have a, a fat black woman and she's doing anything, whether she's in a, uh, a, a relationship on TV or she's uh, fighting crime or what have you, how, oh my gosh, how did they have her in that position? Just, who wanted to be with her? Who wanted to kiss her? Who wanted to, how could she move like that? All these questions come up when the white woman, maybe the same size or larger, the questions are not visible Just look at, at how Gabourey Sidibe has been treated by the media, yes. by Hollywood, by whoever this whole time throughout her career, even post weight loss, still being treated the same way versus, and I can't think of her name. I'm going to look it up. But the woman who's on This Is Us, which is wonderful that she's there. It's great for fat people to be seen in these ways. But her reception and how she's been treated is in no way comparative to that of Gabourey Sidibe, of even, I'm like trying to think of who, all of these people. Yeah, Chrissy Metz from This Is Us. She's not been treated in the same way, not to, you know, take away from her experience as a fat person. Yeah. But in no way has it been, has she been treated the same way. I also think about Tess Holliday, who is the, uh, like this white plus, um, plus size model, who's also has some like sketchy stuff involving race, but just in terms of her visibility as a white person, she's very, a white fat woman. She's very, very visible. She's and the one she, that does it, the, has a She has tattoos. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. She has tattoos. She's like 
around that time that all the plus bloggers came out. Oh, okay. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but all of this to say she had this whole thing where she was like, I'm out like here with my body. And I think they said she was like the first person to get a major like modeling, all of this stuff where yeah. she was hyper visible. And then I'm sitting and I'm thinking back to like, how fat black women are treated and in no way would they ever be treated never like represented. this. Never. You know, you won't see that. If you see once in a while, you will see a black plus size woman on a, maybe a magazine or mm-hmm. something. You'll see them. It's, it's very they're far skinny, between. They're, they're oh, skinny. They're skinny. They're really, like, yeah, that's not really a plus size woman. That's not a 24 mm-hmm. and maybe a 14, 16. So that really in my my ideals of a plus size woman. It's like that's a not normal body. Like, I mean, not that fat size. is not normal, but it's like, it's like a generic size. Yeah. And then I also remember when Rebel Wilson did whatever little janky movie she, I'm sorry, it wasn't janky. It was an okay movie, but she did like some romantic comedy and she was like, it's the first time a fat woman has ever been a romantic comedy. And everybody was like, I'm sorry. Queen Latifah has been in like yeah. 15,000 romantic comedies. Monique has been. A- so yeah. then on top of that, fat liberation is directly tied to black femme bodies and then at the same time it's completely being being discredited the whole way around ignore the black woman ignore the black femme plus size woman yeah ignore that's what we have and that's what we deal with on a regular basis and that's i know that's what i deal with on on a regular basis i don't care where i go um the eyes look, the eyes are moving with me. <laughs> the words may be used. Um, walking down an aisle in a store. Oh my God. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. People will stand back. Like you don't have enough, like we're in a grocery store. You know how the, you go one way and other way and they're looking They're <laughs> They're afraid to go down the aisle. They, as um, though we take up the entire aisle. Like, like you don't what? have enough room to move. And it's like, what are you doing? And then to make it even better, listen to this. It's white women, plus size white women Bro. that do it. And it's like, are you serious? And then what about the, what about the plus size white men that do it? And the plus size black men that are doing it? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how I, we. Ha- I mean, I, I say I don't understand, but I understand yeah. how we have developed in hi- a hierarchy of fat bodies. Yeah, and that just I'm just like, are y'all? Are you for real? Like, wh- what? What is going on? Come, come on, come on, come on, come on! Get together, guys. Get together. There's so many, so many times where people have said or just done different things that I just when I sit and think about it now, it is really funny, but it's also hurtful. In a, if, if someone asks you out on a date or we'll say a blind date and somebody's calling and they, you know, or somebody set you up or something and they finally see you and then, you know, you, you're thinking, oh my gosh, we, you know, we had a good time or what have you, but then the person will come back and say, well, how, how was it? Oh, she was cute. She had a cute face. So switching gears into romantic relationships, yeah, you were discussing being set up on blind dates and then having somebody come back and say some slick comments. Yeah. And they say the slick comment and then I'm like, well, how did you look? <laughs> and you know how I am. I'm like, what, excuse me? 
baby. Uh, no hard feelings, but um, did you really look at yourself in the mirror before you made any kind of comments? Of course, I have a cute face. I got a, I got dimples. Uh, baby. A cute little gap. Okay. You know. Look. But then, but that's very accurate. And then I'm on the like, po- not polar opposite. I'm just on a different side of the spectrum. And that people literally won't even set me up with anybody. My friends have know known for about. years. I've literally been on one day in my whole 30 years on this earth because one people used to block me when we would go out and they would like I don't know they would I don't know if they were intimidated or they think I wasn't deserving to be speaking to certain people but then they would block me and then on the flip side they would like get set up dates for other people and then I'd be sitting there like oh yeah I'm here definitely the stereotype of like the fat friend and then if I do like the one time I did go out on like a date, which was like a Tinder date. It was some, which he was okay, but he was like, talked about himself the whole time and that had nothing to do with fatness. He was just full of himself. But I thought y'all would get along because Carlisa Johnson talks about herself. Okay, but I talk about myself in a way that- um, I know, I'm just joking. Yeah, he didn't have the- No. He was a turd, okay? Yeah. He was just- a t- But you know what? <laughs> but you but you know what? To say that, just to talk about your, your dating uh, and what ha- what's happened um, during your years of dating, what have you. Not guys dating. have still, well, guys have still approach you or, you know, no, I'm saying, or let me, let me, shouldn't I say, should I, I shouldn't say approach. Who guys approached have, me, look, girl? Look, look, look. I thought you were in the club and see, see, she didn't tell me something wrong. There have been like, look, I can literally count on my hands how many guys have approached me and then like, and just get your hand off me. Oh, <laughs> get your hand off Why me. Why you touching get me? Get your hand off me. But then in like, just. Are you singing? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then in discussions about it or like, you know, talking about like my gripes with dating with my friends, they'll be like, oh, you're intimidating. What about me is intimidating if you don't know me? Yeah. How I'm... could I possibly be intimidating if Y'all... you don't know me? Tell me. Mm-hmm. So what is it? How? What about me is intimidating? My yeah. size? My color? And she doesn't do, she doesn't frown her face like I do. I... Let me tell you something. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I have it. I, don't look at my face. Don't look at my expressions. Sure. But I have gone in clubs. I have been with girlfriends and we've been in clubs and guys have come over and said these different things. And I don't listen. Just listen to me. Don't look at me immediately. If you make this like comment. Because the expression is going to happen. But you I've do had wear your say, emotions on your face. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> but, uh, but they've said you know made different comments about why is she looking like that why is she frowning but there is an automatic like that it's not even that it's like there's even if you're not frowning there's an automatic assumption that we're mean because we're fat yes, black women yes and like that we we nobody's gonna like us you know nobody's gonna pick us up you know nobody wants to date us we listen i have a certain type of guy that i like and you know, don't hold it against me, but I do. But then that's so I mean, but then your certain type of guy literally barely has anything to do with looks. No, no it's like, no. oh, I like a nice person, no. I like like an established person, right? This is what you're talking about. Yeah. For me, it's the same way. I don't like, I'm not like, I don't discriminate the person that I like. I'm like, oh, I like a person who has like whatever it is, things. but um, it, yeah, like passion, like has like a, like a life passion, similar. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It's never like I would like a person with a six pack. I would like um, a person who blah blah. It's yeah, never no, that. So I've, then it's, that's shallow for me. I, I've never done that. Well, it's no. not shallow. It's bigoted. I, yeah. 
And I think that that's the thing is that we have to reframe in ter- like in terms of discussions of fat liberation, we have to reframe our thinking and to call yeah. it what it is and that it's not just, oh, I have a preference, I have an opinion. Yeah. It's you are bigoted towards fat people and you have preconceived notions that you are perpetuating stereotypes and you're perpetuating harmful stereotypes mm-hmm. that ultimately serve to harm fat people, whether it be within workplaces, within medicine, with whatever. Mm-hmm. Because these same people who have these prejudices against fat people and who are bigoted towards fat people are in positions of power whether we like it or not and they're creating policy they are doctor whoever they are they're the ones who are then going to turn around and be bigoted against fat people right and then you have some that are undercover uh that love uh plus size women plus size women and um uh, well secretly like a dirty little secret what like, the, what the freak what is wrong with you Oy. I like those type of ones though, because uh, you know, <laughs> I like to be heard and seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, where are you? <laughs> I'm Cardine. Hey, I can't. I can't. Okay, I can't. so you know, be true to yourself. Just be be true to yourself. I mean, I had to. I had to really learn, and I'm still learning. You guys, as I said in previous episodes, I'm still learning about myself. I'm still. I'm. I'm I've learned to love myself, which, which is, is a, one. Is, it's huge for me. Okay. The greatest love of all. See, don't Sorry. say my song. Don't say my song. Don't say my. Don't walk into I'll the, sing it like coming to the, America. Don't walk into I believe don't, don't the walk children are our lane. future. Okay. okay, 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 okay. But, but yes. I mean, but really, truly, <clears throat> um, if you love yourself, um, regardless of what size you are, don't let anybody change that. Don't let negative uh views from other people change how you uh love yourself especially in the age of social media yeah like as soon as new year's hit my timeline and i'm like i feel that i've curated what i like on like instagram and i get like mm-hmm. plus size fashion makeup diy crafts because yeah. i like to pretend i'm on doi something but oh, okay. i'm not she i just did. watch it and then like food yeah. stuff and dogs like that's that's pretty much what i and uh, musicals and musical animals. theater animals? whatever but then <laughs> as soon as january 1st hit like there i'm talking about like promotion ads all this crap that like yeah exactly and i'm like if i didn't have the support system that i have then you i mean it could fall toxic really fast and i appreciate that i that you like i said i don't know if it was intentional or unintentional but honey you did it you did the darn thing when raising me because can't nobody tell me i mean people could tell me something <laughs> and i do no, get okay y'all you my feelings hear. get hurt sometimes but it takes a lot because yeah, I, I it really brushes bad. off because i'm like that girl walks around the house i you know what i, I love myself I'm y'all beautiful. i am beautiful, beautiful. I'm beautiful. hair I just, look hair be all over I'm looking her head. A mess. head oh my god but y'all. then I, but okay. I, next time i'm gonna take a picture and put it up there for y'all to see even in like my hot mess states i find things to love about myself i'm like ooh, oh oh my these goodness. these sweatpants i've been wearing the whole weekend <laughs> looking cute <laughs> like these things <laughs> y'all that is so true i don't care what she has or look at my nails oh my god oh no the latest thing is look at my nose oh my god i got some new mate i got some new um um what you call it Stuff oh, freckles no not the freckles when you said your nose was cute when we got the new um, i do have a cute uh, um, nose what you call it not the toner stuff but what what did you buy oh i bought 
actually had a clay mask on, oh, and I was like, God. I look so cute. Ooh, who does because that? Because you have Amen. to love, you have to love your. I had a clay mask across my nose, oh. like because it was cute. But I was I'm black. Turns <laughs> out I'm black, girl. What? <laughs> But yeah, you just have to find things to love yes. about yourself. And that's my wish for every single fat person, yes. especially fat black folks, is that they can find these moments to love themselves, to love on themselves, to fully express themselves, to not feel yes. that they have to be Lizzo levels of confident at all freaking times. No, you that you can you can have moments of like feeling a little vulnerable, a lot vulnerable. You should yeah. be vulnerable. Yeah. And so that. I just want everybody to be happy. I'm like, yeah, that girl. I, yeah, you do. You do. Regardless of what we go through and, you know, what people say or think or what we think people are thinking. And Cause that's a, that's a big thing too. And at the end of the day, you can just remember and put this in your back pocket that if anybody comes for you, just contact my mama and me and we will oh have your gosh, back. I got you. We got you. Okay. Got you. We got you Hi. all the time. Yeah. And now, do you have anything else to add, Mom? No, just thank God I'm black. Yes, it's Black History Month. I forgot to start. Yes. We were supposed to start off with like Happy Black That's History okay. Month, but I didn't. I will we'll sing out with some with some nice Black History yes. Month music of your favorite. And song. on this day, Cardine Johnson. What did I do today? Oh, Are you Black History I every work. day? I, I'm Black History today. And on this day, Cardine Johnson admitted that she is ready to go into the world and be the best that she can be. Signing off, this is Cardine Johnson reporting. That made me uncomfortable. I don't know why, but it made me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. But I love you. But I'm not sorry. <laughs> and that's the moral of the story. Sorry, not sorry about our body. Hello. Yes. Well, it's been real, y'all. Yes. And I hope that you- Love yourself. Mm-hmm. And I hope you can glean some like some little moments of of self-realization or a joy or something from this podcast, because I feel like we in no way do we have it figured out. No. But in terms of existing and being happy to exist within our bodies and being grateful for our bodies, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yes. Yes. So blessings to you. Woo-hoo. All right. Until next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.